At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. A busy day, moving day, Michael Lombardi at the PGA. You've got the Preakness. We've got, of course, Eastern Conference Finals, Game 3. What else do we have? We've got baseball, got hockey, got plenty to get to. How are we feeling this morning? Oh, we feel good. Uh, is Golden State still shooting those threes? I mean, uh, Dallas, are they still shooting those threes, shooting themselves right out of the game? Just your I mean, typical really. down 19 to casually losing by nine. You know, that was a down 19 at one point and winning by nine. Hey, at least we had a game not decided by double digits. I guess we could yeah, say that, that. That's good. That's a good That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, that makes great, great sense. But I think it was a commentary really on, you know, we have gone so far the extreme the other way. Like at some point when you're not hitting those threes, you're shooting yourself out of the game. And it, it, you're allowing your team to get back in the game, and they're shooting twos. I mean, Looney had what? How many dunks did he have in the third quarter? I mean, it wasn't like they were making threes. Of course, Curry was great making the threes. But my point is, is I think they just, you know, the, the, for a period of the first and the second quarter, they started shooting too many threes. Jason Kidd talked about it. And then in the second, third quarter, they went all threes and couldn't make a shot. I mean, they just basically shot themselves out of the game. And Dallas has got to regroup and figure out that maybe two is sometimes better than not missing all these threes. Well, you mentioned it, 45 attempts. Now, they shot a pretty good percentage. This is not a good omen, by the way, for the Mavs, because, look, Luka and Brunson go for, what, 71 and 12 assists, and they still lose by nine. They hit 46, almost 47% of their threes, and they lose by nine. They're getting dominated in the paint. I mean, the Warriors are beating them up. They're out rebounding them. You mentioned Kayvon Looney, yep. who had 21. That's a career high for him. He also had 12 boards. I mean, they were out rebounded by what, 15? They're just getting killed in the paint. But but Looney didn't do anything in the first half. I mean, Looney was like he played 32 minutes in the game, but I think most of it came in the second half. And you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, Dallas has got to fit, be a way to get more physical, to do things, to kind of control. You know, look, the, and no matter how much basketball has changed and football has changed, it still comes down to what team's the most physical and what team's able to control. Whether in football, the trenches and basketball, the backboards. And I, I think it's, you know, it's not not a complicated element. And certainly Golden State's been able to do that. But to me, I think if you're if, if you're Dallas, you, you've got to be able to play with more physicality. They need Kieber, they need Kieber to do more for them. And he's a key component for them. 
you know, but when you look at what they did, I mean, Brunson was good from the three points. So was so was uh, Bullock. So was but their bench. I mean, their bench made two threes and they took over 12 of them. So I think that's really what happens. And that's where they lost the game. I mean, look at it. Kieber was minus 20 in the game. Uh the, the, the French uh, Navecchia, I think he was like minus 12 in the game. I mean, he was 0 for 3. He shot himself. In four minutes, he took three three-pointers. Yeah, you mentioned. Let him shoot, they'll let him shoot all game if they want. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the halftime lead, 72-58 at the half. The Mavs led. They were in complete control. But then you just take a look at the numbers and the paint. Again, just to kind of go back to that, Golden State outscored Dallas by 32 in the paint. So your point Dallas playing that outside in game, but they don't go in. In fact, I don't th even think they converted a bucket at the rim, whereas uh, Golden State converted 12 at the rim. So there's obviously, this is where we came into it wondering how Luka was going to be defended by Golden State and the matchup. I mean, the matchup obviously favors Warriors because they're much more physical. And again, Brunson played great. You got nothing from Dinwiddie off the bench, though. Four points off the bench. He, for the he's Mavs. been really disappointing. He's been disappointing. You know, if I were the commissioner, I think I would make this rule. Could we stop complaining on every single call? Like, how many times during a game does players on either side think they get fouled? I mean, it's like at some point, when do you just stop that? Like, I mean, it's become like it's become part of the game now. Every time you go to the rim, you look at the referee and you're complaining you're getting fouled. Like, can't we just play the game? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of complaining. I would I would totally agree with I, it's you. It's ridiculous. Like at some point, like I, I mean, look, they could call fouls. I get all that, but I mean, that's all that's done about. It. And I think really in the first half, I mean, Draymond was probably the biggest reason why the Mavericks were so good in the first half. He was playing out of control, not doing what he did. I mean, he only played 28 minutes last night. I think they had enough of Draymond in that game. Because he wasn't playing four turnovers in 28 minutes. He, he was minus 19 on the court. And his emotion and his inability to control himself, I think, really helped Dallas. 2-0 series lead, Michael, for the Warriors. 126-117. They do cover the six. It's, they're down, what, 14 at the half, come back and cover the six, six and a half, which is wild. It's unbelievable. It's flies over well, it's the total. Three, you know, it's that, it's that three-pointer. I mean, you know, it's just you, you, you can't really uh, – you can't really uh, – I mean, when Looney goes 10 for 14 from the floor in 32 minutes, I mean, what does that tell you? And there were – how many of those weren't uh, – every shot he made was a dunk or a layup, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. They have nothing again. Like, there was questions of whether or not Looney would start in this series. Not only has he started, he's dominated in this series. I mean, they the don't have an the, answer for him. They don't have an answer for him. They have no size. And obviously I mean, they play Powell, everything. Powell played eight minutes and it was bad. You know, he played eight minutes, and then, you know, Bertrands comes in. And, you know, they don't really have an inside presence. They need one. 100%. So, it's not a good you, – you mentioned you thought Luka would bounce back, and he certainly did, 42-8. and eight. You can't really get a better game out of Luka, and that's the dispiriting part from the Mavs perspective. Now, they'll go home. This is exactly where they had where the Suns. They were down 0-2 going home against the Suns and end up winning that series. It just – this has a different vibe to it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it does because it, it's all predicated on Dallas's three-point. When you shoot 46.7% from the three-point line and you lose by nine, you got to sit to yourself, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know, and until they become more physical, until they're able to take some of the auxiliary players out of the game, I, I think it, it does spell doom and gloom. But I, I think Dallas will rally back. I, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I do think they'll rally back. Playing in the American Airlines arena, I think it will certainly be hard. And look, the Warriors aren't going to be able to dominate shooting as much as they did, too. I mean, they were, you know, they were 50% from the three-point line. My gosh, the bench. I, realized, I thought it was bad. I didn't realize it was 13 points bad. Kleba gave him three. He was one of five from the field, one of five from three. The only three made was that one over by the corner in front of the bench. And, you know, and Lee, who really helped. I mean, Lee and Draymond, I think those – Lee only played five minutes, but those five minutes certainly were good for Dallas. You know, and, and Draymond's 28 was good for Dallas. But but the bench is killing the, the Mavs. I mean, really, I mean, Dinwiddie to me has been the most disappointing in the first two games. Uh, totally Four agree. turnovers in 22 minutes. Totally agree. They, he's, he's killed them uh, because he was so effective uh, against the Suns, and he's just been that ineffectual against the Warriors. Curry was awesome. You expect it at this point, but 32, he's 6 of 10 from three. We mentioned Looney. 
21 and 12, just absolutely bodying the, 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 the Mavs. Wiggins continues to play well, which is, yeah, that's, that's one of those guys that is so mercurial where you never know what you're going to get, but he's playing good defense and he had 16 points. He was a plus 16 on the day. But if I told you Clay Thompson was going to be minus nine in the game and Draymond was going to be minus 19 in the game, and I would say I think the Mavs have a hell of a chance to win. But, you know, Poole comes off the bench and Otto Porter comes off the bench and replaces those guys. And, and Looney, Looney ends up with – he's the second-leading scorer in the game. Can you And they're all dunks and layups. I mean, like, you throw away shooting percentage when you're taking layups and dunks. I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? Draymond – I'm glad you brought up Draymond because if it wasn't for his defense – and kind of quarterbacking the defense, he is a turnover waiting to happen on offense. He's become so sloppy with the ball, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and this constant battle with the officials. I mean, it's constantly, and you know, and he's picking, like it's his aggressiveness is hurting his team, not helping his team. And, and I think Kerr saw it. Give Kerr credit. He played 28 minutes. I mean, he cut his minutes way down, you know? And so he, he, he Looney played 32. You know, look, yeah. I just think to me, if you're Dallas, you're like, look, we, we've got to get our bench to play better. We've got to be more physical. We're doing a good job on Clay Thompson, I and mean, he's not killing us. But these other guys are killing us. I mean, Looney is killing us. Down 72-58 at the half, so the Warriors come out. And this is what they do. They're a second-half team. We've known this for years. But they won the third by 12 and won the fourth by 11 and win the game by nine. That's well, Dallas gives up, what, 43 in the fourth? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was give up 43 in the fourth? You <laughs> score 32 in the fourth, you think you're going to win, especially as good as Dallas has played defensively. But when you're giving up layups, I mean, dribble penetration's killing them, you know, and then Curry goes in there and makes great passes to, to uh, you know, the Looney, and Looney slams it down. I mean, Curry, you know, that, that's what's the killer. I mean, that's the killer. I mean, they had, 30, they had 33 assists on the game compared to the Mavericks 22. When you're, sh- when you're launching threes you're, you, and you're not making them, you're not getting assist. Also, shot to Curry, 33, and he's always been a good defender, an underrated defender, but he tries his butt off, man. Like, the, he's, he's out there. He tries defensively. I know Luca's put a little more effort into his defense in the postseason as well, but you mentioned the fourth quarter was a disaster for the Mavs. And an updated series price. Yeah, I thought it was going to be uglier than this, but the Warriors minus 750. The Mavs coming back the other way five and a quarter. So, again, the, well, the Mavs season's on the line, you know, on, on what, what oh, we game get three Sunday is, afternoon. Yeah, 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 that is. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic. I'll, uh, let's have some fun with it. What do you think the number opened tomorrow in Dallas? I would say Golden State two and a half. You know what? I, I sincerely thought it was going to be a pick or Golden State point, two-point favorite. Uh, the Mavs opened two. And I actually, I got Circa up to two and a half. So wow. the Mavs are a two-point favorite. I was, a surpri- I, I was surprised by that I mean, I could see number. that. I mean, look, I think this is a lot closer than the scores have indicated. And there's moments where the Mavs have played well. And we know this from, it's been hard to play in Dallas for teams. There's no doubt. Absolutely. No, Dallas has been a great home team. These, you know what else? You and I were both because these have been two dead not under teams this year, and that flew over the posted total last night. I was not, shocked yeah. by that. I, I was shocked by the pace. You know, especially as slow as Dallas plays, you th- thought the pace would be good. Yep. But they were drilling threes, and the scores just keep lighting up. And you know, the one it's it's a style of play that Golden State wants to play. And if you're not playing defense and you're giving up 43 points in the fourth quarter, you're going to go over. That's exactly right. The Mavs need this to be a snail's pace. They need it to be slower than slow, like a glacier. And it wasn't in the second half. We've got game three in Boston, Eastern Conference Finals. We'll get that number and the total next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. So you can sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. It's vcin.com slash horses. Use that bonus code Vegas1000. Okay, it's a busy Saturday here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. This is vcin, the sports betting network. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. And we've got a, a game three Boston, of course. Michael Lombardi evens the Eastern Conference Finals with a dominant showing down in Miami, ripping home court. And, of course, they were kind of rudderless without Smart and Horford. They returned, mm-hmm. and in game two, that was all the difference. They absolutely dominated the Heat. Uh, I'll set you up on the number and let you run with it. So, open six. Everybody's got six and a half now with Boston laying it. Total open 208 and a half. We've dipped a little bit here, 207 and a half on the total. Well, I, I don't think Kevin, Kyle Lauer is going to play again, right? Still with the hamstring. That's right. We still think he's going to be out. So, look, I, I think this is going to be an even series. I mean, the last 10 games, it's five and five. You know, the last 10 games against the spread are five and five. You know, the only thing that's ticked is the over, the over seven and three in the last five games. So, you know, look, it comes down to, you know, can Boston continue the, the hot three-pointing shot, the way Tatum played, the way Smart played? And, and look, you know, Miami is very good at adjusting, and I, and I think they will adjust in the game. I think they'll figure out what they need to do, how they can utilize Jimmy Butler more as a way to get the other, other players involved, and they'll shoot better. I think their defense has to rise to the occasion, and I think Spolster will do a good job of making the adjustments he needs. I think it should be a close game. I mean, we're due for a close game, aren't we, Patrick, at some point? Can't we get one of those kind of back-and-forth games? Well, I mean, last night we had a blowout one way with Dallas, and then we had a nine-point win the other way. So we're, we're hoping, you know, I told you yesterday, we had eight straight games in the postseason of double-digit point differentials. So, yes, I hope we get a close game here. Yeah, how about this one? My man Tom Crean uh, was just sent me this little nugget here for, that, that, that was online today. Uh, it's just amazing. Think about this going back to the Dallas game. You know, the last time Kayvon Looney scored 20 points in any organized game was January 8th, 2015, when he was a freshman at UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, I mean, Digest that for a moment. Right. Like, savor that for a little bit, you know? A career high you know, about in the Western Conference And, and it wasn't finals. like he made shots. It no, was grabbing like, boards. It was like he was at, it was at the 34th Street playground. He was just dunking. I mean, you know, he was just dunking stuff over, you know. Well, the but, number – no, props to Mr. Crean, and we, we shout out. He's a tremendous coach. The number here is in the paint. So the Warriors had 16 shots at the rim and converted 14. Dallas had zero. They didn't convert a single shot at the rim. So they were just murdered down low. That's, that's the right. theme of the series through two games. But I digress. Right. And, and I think, look, look I, I just think to me, Boston, I think what, what Miami has to do – is kind of go after Grant Williams, make him defend, 
put him on an island, make him play one-on-one, don't let him be the help defender, and take it to him. P.J. Tucker may not play in the game, you know, so they're going to need to get their bench going. Vicar Oladipo, he's going to have to really play well. He played 26 minutes the other night. He had 14 points. I think he's got to, you know, he went to the line 10 times, Victor did, which is critical, you know, But because when you look at it, when you look at this team, they only went to the line 22 times you know, against Boston in the last game. They're going to have to be more aggressive, and Bam's got to play better. I mean, Bam played, you know, Bam didn't give them what they needed to get from him in terms of being able to control and at least kind of keep keep it away from him in terms of the way he handles pick and roll. So, to me, I expect Miami to make the adjustments tonight. You know, it's or interesting, today, too. The hell we're going to play. 127-102 in game two, the Celtics. They played at a torrid pace. I, I don't expect the pace to keep up. But here's one thing about Miami that would be concerning if you're a heat backer. They didn't shoot necessarily all that poorly. They shot a little over 44% from the field in game two. And, you know, 29.5% from three. Their averages are 465 and 32%. So it's not like they shot horribly in game two and were beat by 25. That's where it starts to concern you because, you know, like you, you called it with Marcus Smart coming back and kind of the quarterback, the vet there in the post and Horford kind of directing traffic with those switches. I mean, it's a completely different team. Right. And they shoot 50 percent. They only took 43s, but they shot 50 percent, you know. And so and then really what happened is and this is where I think Bam's got to play better is they shot 51 percent from the two, inside the three point line. You know, that, that, that's not a number that the Heat have been used to playing defensively all season, allowing 51% inside the, inside the three-point line. You know, and, and you shoot 44% inside the three-point line, and then, oh, by the way, you shoot under 30% from the three-point line. That, that, that is a perfect recipe for losing the game. You know what else is a good recipe uh, for the Celtics? I, you and I joked about it yesterday. I don't know how Smart didn't play in game one because he played 40 in game two. How about Tatum and Brown? They're going to be rested. Tatum played just 31, scored 27, but Brown played just 33 minutes in game two. So they're coming back with a couple days rest here. They're going to be uh, they're going to be invigorated. And that crowd, at whatever they call it, TD North or whatever, it's not the garden like you yeah, and I grew up with, uh, the parquet floor. It's going to be crazy because they love this team. We've talked about it. It will be. And look, it all comes down to Pritchard and Grant Williams. Those guys came off the bench. They combined for 29 points. You know, Grant Williams was, you know, he only took two three-pointers. He made both of them. So, you know, and those guys, in their minutes that they played, Grant was plus 37, Pritchard was plus 39. To me, that's always the difference in the game is your bench going to come in and play. Meanwhile, you know, when Tyler Hero was on the court, they went right after him, and he's minus 33. Well, that's exactly where the game shifted for the Celtics is when Udoka went to Grant Williams and they went small. Remember, Robert Williams kind of looked like a fish out of water trying to get to the perimeter. They go Grant Williams. He plays 32 as opposed to the starter, Robert Williams, playing 19. And it's almost, if we forget, Miami jumped out to a big lead in game two. And then that 17-0 run that the Celtics went on and never looked back. And I think going small helped them big time. I I do like the Celtics. It sounds like you're going to be leaning the heat today. I do. I like the heat. I think they were – I trust Spolstra to to play well. I think they have a a kind of a a mental toughness to their team that I've always liked about the heat. And I think he's got to make the right adjustments. And I think Bam's got to play better. I mean, look – you know, one thing about Bam, he's not a true big man. I mean, he's, he can switch and he can do a lot of different things. He's athletic. They've got to get better minutes out of him. There's no denying that. They've got to get better minutes out of him. You're right about I didn't realize the tip was 8.30 your time. You got a long, of course, you know. long day to wait for yeah, that course. tip over there, man. <laughs> We're lucky they're playing on Saturday. I mean, remember last Saturday they didn't even play. Yeah, it was dark. The whole entire day was dark for the NBA. So we got a game tonight coming up. Obviously, the Celtics uh, favored six and a half. You know, most Circus got at six, which is interesting. DraftKings got at six and a half. MGM's got at six and a it half. It hasn't really moved though, has it? No, no, Patrick? no, no. It hasn't no. Moved You're 100 percent right. No, open six. It's been staying right there. I mean, it hasn't really. I don't. I mean, to me, I think it's a high number. But of course, I thought that Dallas was a high number, and I was sitting there at halftime thinking. <laughs> Well, that was a pretty good idea you had until I, that, that fell apart, right? If, if you're holding a Dallas plus six and a half ticket last night and you're up 19, you're probably in game doubling down on your bet and you lose them you're, all. 
I mean, there's a chance you're gonna you could lose the game in terms of the Warriors win. Sure. But in terms of losing with the six and a half, you don't even think that's going to happen. And yet it does. I mean, it's this. I mean, look, I think Will Hill's right. The NBA has become a three point shooting contest. I mean, that's what it is every single night. 100 percent. I just I think they got to move the line back. I really do. But then some of those shots, I mean, Luca made one from I don't care where the line was. And Curry's the same way. I mean, he makes them from back there, too. Well, we should give the NBA credit here because the double digit Games being decided by doubles has been broken. 25, 25, 11, 33, 27, 14, 13, and 30. Those are the last eight playoff game point differentials by the end of the game. And last night we had a game decided by nine points, so we can celebrate. Yeah, but we still don't know what the ratings are. They're on double secret probation. I mean, those ratings are like the (laughs) nuclear codes. Nobody's going to find out what they are. <laughs> what do you think they're hiding them? They're hiding those ratings. Yeah, of course they're, they're hiding. Them. Of course they're. I mean, because that was another game where you know you did, did people stay in the East? Did you think okay, I'll just go to bed and wake up and think the Mavericks won? You know? Mm, yeah, you'd be sorely mistaken. It, it, it's just not compelling. It's just not like, and maybe it's just I'm used to a different way of of play. But to me, where I get frustrated watching that third quarter is, look, we can't, we're not shooting well. Let's get the ball into the paint. Let's let's drive. Let's get to the rim. Let's try to get some dunks, you know. <laughs> and when when they came out of the timeout, I think it was in the second quarter when when Golden State was making that run and they started to try to get two pointers. It, it, it kind of curtailed the run. Well, your buddy, Mr. Crean, could relate to what Jason Kidd said after the game. He was irked by the shot selection. He said the Mavs, quote, died by the three. Yeah, that's kind of what you've done. That's who you've been. But they didn't defend like they normally defend, specifically in the second half. Yeah, and that's the and he's right, though. I mean, we all know this in basketball. It's also in football. Your offense generates your defense, you know. So when, you're, when the ball goes through the basket and they have to inbound, it sets your defense. When you're missing shots, it's hard to set your defense. I've got a surprise coming up here on the Lombardi line. Uh-oh. You want to get polarizing? Let's get polarizing. Baker is back in the news, Michael Lombardi. Baker Good Mayfield. I kid you. <laughs> Good. And it has nothing to do with a commercial. It legitimately has to do with football. We'll come back and discuss next here at Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to go over to vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every single game. We've got really sophisticated data up there. Check it out, vcin.com. It's updated every 10 minutes, so it's very, very sharp. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match up with the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here at the South Point in Vegas. We've got Matt Santos, who came up with a great idea. So I'll run this by you in just a little bit, but he came up with teams that have matching win totals on the season and we're going to have you debate which one you'd take so for example the colts and bengals are both sitting at nine and a half as far as season win totals on the board we'll get to that in just a little bit i kid you not our engineer kevin today is eating uncrustables like he's a 12 year old but we won't go there <laughs> nothing um, wrong with a good uncrustable kevin keep going he's, I mean, he's so you know, bitter there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> he's so bitter i said there's that. nothing wrong with it kevin it, there I mean, is there's nothing wrong with a good pb and j i mean when, when man that's a killer you know when that when my grandkids are around and oh boy that's a killer well, animal crackers too oh, you know, I love now, animal now we're into crackers. animal crack yeah I'm like seriously i actually did drive him to work today he sat in the car seat in the back uh so he, that's good. yeah good God, he's, so, he's gonna be so bitter too. usually here earlier nobody's yeah. more prompt okay no for a tw- for a nice. seven-year-old nobody gets here on time better than him um, no doubt. Here's, here's, Dominic's <laughs> going to the beach today if he'd like to come with them. I mean, I'm sure Dominic wouldn't mind wait, some company down wait, there. The King's going to the beach? Where's he hanging out? It's a beautiful day here on the Jersey Shore. You can't beat it. I think it's already 76 degrees outside. Sun's shining. I mean, we're, we're, we're ready to roll, Patrick. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, today at Pimlico, it's going to be like 96 degrees. Yeah, and that's a I sticky, saw that. That's a sticky heat. These horses are not going to be in good moods. And Epicenter, who's the favorite no. at 6-5, to five, is a huge horse. So the idea of keeping a horse like that 
uh, hydrated on a day where it's sticky and 96 is rough. Got to have good hay today. You got to have, have the have right the, hay You got to have good There's hay no and doubt. good fluids today, Michael Lombardi. That's right. <laughs> you got to have good hay. So we'll get to We actually have Jeff Siegel joining I us later. I can't wait to ask Jeff Siegel about, yeah, about the hay's going around. You know, we got to have good hay. <laughs> and you know our boy Thomas Gable is going to be into it as well. Here, um, check this out. I just wrote this down this morning. Yeah. New, new quarterback starting for these teams. The Steelers, the Browns, the Colts, the Commanders, the Falcons, the Seahawks, the 49ers. And I may have missed one or two. The question is, what about Baker? So I woke up this morning. The first thing I see across all the major outlets is Baker news. And here's the news. The Panthers and Seahawks are still open and interested in Baker. <laughs> Michael's going to have a good response to this. Both obviously want the Browns to pay a significant amount of his salary. But the question is, do the Browns keep him? Because there's a suspension looming, we assume, for Deshaun Watson. But do you agree and believe the reports that both the Panthers and Seahawks are still in on Baker? Well, I think, you know, look, I just saw something the other day that Geno Smith is, is, is leading saw the that. charge in Seattle as the start. No, I mean, I think I read it somewhere. No, uh, I'm agreeing. I saw the same OT thing. I saw the same thing, Michael. He's had a better OTA days than Drew Locke. Shocking, you know, shocking. You know, so they have to be interested in Baker. And, look, no team wants to take on the $18 million. It's guaranteed you can't redo the contract. We've been saying this all along. I said this, too, a week ago. Somebody internally in, in, in Cleveland is holding up the deal. I don't know if it's Jimmy Haslam, the owner, if it's Paul DePodesto, the president, if it's Andrew Berry, the general manager, but somebody's holding it up. I mean, initially, Berry was telling everybody in the league, you know, we're not paying any of the salary. Well, you're going to have to pay some, and you can't keep them because if Watson gets suspended, he's not coming into play. Brissett's, that's why you signed Brissett. I mean, Brissett was told he's the backup when he came in. You know, now he's going to be the third-string quarterback. You know, that's not going to work. You can't have that dynamic working around your team. So it's the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, you know. Right. I mean, how about George Kittle saying that, you know, it's a toss-up for me between Garoppolo and Lance. That's not really an endorsement towards Lance, is it? No, that's quite diplomatic from the tight end, no? I mean, playing, yeah, no, playing I mean, both I sides. That, and, he's, and he's watching practice. Are we – at this point, how is the shoulder with Garoppolo? I'll get back to Baker, but where is the shoulder? Do you know? I, I, I don't think anybody knows. Look, I think when you deal with shoulders for quarterbacks on his passing arm, I think you got to be concerned. I mean, remember, go back to Andrew Luck. You know, everybody thought he'd be ready in July and missed the entire year. I, I don't know how you quantify it unless you really get into it. And anything that we would say is more speculative than because we don't examine them. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's going to be hard to determine. But, you know, look, do, do I think Garoppolo ends up in Seattle? No, I don't think they want to play him there. You know, but you put Garoppolo on Seattle, and the way they're going to run the ball, they're going to do what San Francisco does. Now, Seattle's not as good defensively. We know that, so it's going to be harder. But that at least gives them a chance to compete in the West. They're not compete with, with uh, Geno Smith or with Drew, the great Drew Locke. I mean, hasn't everybody seen enough of Drew Locke to know that he's probably a third-string quarterback? I mean, it re really, hasn't everybody seen enough? You would think so. Pete Carroll's in love, though. He's got himself. He's smitten with Locke, although he's not a lock to be the starter week one. The Panthers did trade up for Matt Corral, but that wouldn't preclude them from still pursuing no, Baker. No. no, they're in on Baker. There's no doubt they're in on Baker. They, they, they've been consistently in on Baker. Only to, 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 and that wouldn't mean I think they get rid of I think they want it for competition. I think they want to be as competitive as they possibly can be with their football team to drive it and to get the most out of it. I think certainly they feel like they're, they have taken a, a step from as McAdoo installs what he wants to do offensively. I think ultimately, you know, they just need some consistency from the quarterback position to at least get not lose the game. And when Darnold played good in the first three games, they're 3-0. and And then when he went in the tank and started turning the ball over and making mental mistakes, that's when the Carolina season fell apart. And look, let's face it, McCaffrey played, you know, he's played, what, uh, 10 games in the last two years? Yeah, he had, I mean, he, so, he's always hurt. You know, always hurt. And, you know, the, by drafting – Iquanu, the left tackle, I think that's, that gives them some help and they need it in the offensive line. I mean, this is a team that if they can get some things going out of their, out of their skill guys, the guys they're paying for, the D.J. Moores, the Robbie Andersons, right, and, and McCaffrey, 
any consistency at quarterback, I think they're, they're, not, they're not a bad team because you watch them defensively, Carolina. Their front's pretty good. Look, the Browns have zero leverage here with Baker when it comes to the money. Michael, don't you think Haslam at this point would no. want to get rid of the story and get just pay, it, like, pay some of it so you get rid of this thing that's kind of lingering well, over the it, program? As long as you have two teams that are still in it, right, you, you don't have to concede. Your, you don't have to throw all your chips in the middle of the table. You have two teams competing. So, if you know, there was a time where Seattle said they weren't interested. But, you know, if you were Andrew Berry, you had to say to yourself, look, they can say that, but they're probably still interested. You know, now once, once that kind of changes, I think it'll change the tenor. But I agree with you, Patrick. Nobody wants to pay the salary, and it's going to be – nobody's going to move off that because there's no option. for The Browns have no – there's no alternative for them. Where, where are they going? You know, I also think – the Carol love for uh, the effusiveness with which he speaks of Locke is a smokescreen. I think Baker ends up with Seattle I, well, j- just because I think he's completely trying to throw out a smokescreen there. Well, I, I think Baker ends up in, in Seattle or, or Carolina. I think if I'm Baker, I'd rather go to Carolina. I agree. I, I would. I'd rather go to Carolina because I think I got a chance to, you know, I play the Browns in the opening game. I got a chance to get this thing going. But you're right. I mean, look, you know, there's some question marks about Seattle's offensive line. They're going to start two new tackles this year, you know, and, and Charles Cross, the kid they picked in the first round. Now they've got skilled players. I mean, I, I think the question mark for Seattle is they've changed defenses. You know, Clint Hurt is now the defensive coordinator. They're going to be more into the Vic Fangio type of scheme, trying to utilize disguises, not being in the Pete Carroll cover three that that we know doesn't really work. Can they hold up a corner? We shall see. That's going to be a hard thing. You know, Trey Brown, Artie Burns, you know, Justin Coleman, that's their three starting corners. I mean, that's they're going to have to rely on some pass rush to get there. I'll tell you who has the Carolina Panthers favored to get, get Baker Mayfield. That was the schedule makers and the networks scheduling that week no one. No doubt. <laughs> they, that week one game. I mean, where did that scheduled. come from, right? Where do you think it came yeah. from? <laughs> they know what they're doing. The NFL ain't dumb. They know exactly. No. They know exactly how to butter their bread. They got Baker potentially down there in Carolina, and we got a long way to go. You know, he could be starting week one. You never know. You could be down there working with your son Matt. You never know. Uh, you never know. I mean, look, I, I do think that it, there has to be some. I, I, to me, what's surprising is how how Baker's isn't pushing it more, and I'm sure they probably are. But the Baker group should be pushing this a lot harder. Yeah. Well, at least he has Because he's got to get some – because he's behind now, too. You know, he's going to miss OTA days at, at his new team. He's going to – you know, he's going to miss minicamp at his new team. He's behind. Hey, the one thing about Baker, this is probably the perfect spot. If you're Seattle or Carolina, year one is going to be the best Baker you get because he's going to have a chip. <laughs> that I'd say exactly, that all along. You're you know, going to get the best – because he's got something to prove. And, and you want as many guys on your team that have something to prove – In a year, you need to prove it. 100%. So, Baker Mayfield, the reports, the Panthers and Seahawks still interested, but they ain't paying that $18 million, so Haslam's got to step up. Coming up next, worth more than $18 million. Chick Jack, old boy Carl Johnson's going to join us here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent Musburger, Discover, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today, win 200 bucks if you place a $10 Moneyline wager on an NBA playoff game. So Boston and uh, Miami tonight, if they hit a three pointer, regardless of the bets outcome, you're going to win 200 bucks. You just got to use the code VSIN 200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Again, this is for new betters. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with bet MGM. You got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We head out to the Boat Ravage there, Biloxi, Mississippi, and say hi to Carl Johnson, of course. Old boy, Carl Johnson. You can find him on Twitter, at Johnson. He's sitting there at the book. Hi, good morning, Carl. What's going on, guys? Good to be here again. Good to see you guys. Nice to see you. Now, where are you hanging out today? Nice to I see, see you're you. sitting in front of the book, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm uh, yeah, just a little uh, 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 green screen of the book. Yeah, just give everybody a look, see what we got. <laughs> How did it turn out yesterday? We were having some fun with Michael and I were talking about, it, and I know you, you're trying to fix the NBA at Chick Jack Johnson. It must follow. <laughs> How did it turn out for the book yesterday with the nine-point win there for the Warriors? Uh, you know, look, uh, for the playoffs, we've been in a situation where our handle for the playoffs has been a little down. But our whole percentage has been just unbelievable. Uh, so uh, you know, we we've had some good nights. You know, with the playoffs, we're uh, we're not getting the volume, but the the bets that we are getting, we're we're hanging on to. It's it's been a crazy playoffs season. Well, I mean, it just goes. Nobody can predict what's going to happen because everything's predicated on who makes three point shots. So you know, you could talk about all the line movement, this shift, that shift. You know, big money. It's all predicated on who's hitting the threes. And and I don't know anybody out there that can that can look through the crystal ball and predict that one, Jick Jack. I think that's where everybody is kind of caught up in the moment. I mean, it was probably a little easier to handicap these games when it was just a two point game all the time. But now it's you know, who's hot and who's not. Yeah. I, you know, I agree. Uh, you know, he, even Berman made the point, you know, get, get, you know, we was trying to fix the NBA the other night. We was just having a good time and, uh, you know, get rid of the three point line, let these boys battle it out, you know, like the, the Detroit Pistons used to do, you know, it's, it, I would, I would love to see some of these guys play against that team. I, I mean, Look, I think I think what's been missed out for the last 20 years, some some big money guys should have came along with the senior NBA, and uh, <laughs> I, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, that would have been fun. Well, they called it the big three. They cut the court in half, and I don't think that worked too well because <laughs> some of those guys were not in real great shape. But uh, look, I I mean, football always goes in cycles. Basketball has really dramatically changed. But I do think, you know, there's this giant debate about could Bob Cousy play today? And I know that J.J. Riddick talked about, you know, he played against bus drivers. And, you know, I mean, look, I, I think the NBA, those guys – 
was, you know, Kuzi could play today. There's no denying it. Oscar Robinson could dominate today. I mean, those great Will You think Will couldn't play today, Patrick? Oh, my goodness. And Carl just mentioned the bad boy Pistons. You think it'd be fun going up against Rick Mahorn these days? Like, oh, yeah. The Dallas Mavericks are living on the perimeter. If they even went close to the paint, Mahorn would have them on their booties there, Carl Johnson. <laughs> yeah, they'd, be, they'd be tackling them. It, it would be full contact basketball. Remember, you could hand check back then as well. There was hand checking. That was a complete, it was like football uh, on wood. It was completely different. The, yeah. the Boston Celtics today, we had an opener of six. How about there at the Beau Rivage with the heat in game three here? Yeah. So I, I think we opened this game at six and like two Oh eight and a half. And we're at, uh, we're at six and a half, two Oh seven and a half right now. Uh, you know, good series wow. here. Tied one, one, uh, you know, this thing, if, if you stop and think about you know, game one at third quarter, that 25 point differential, you know, if that doesn't happen, you, you know, Celtics are up two nothing here. Uh, but, uh, you know, they were, they were good. It was good to get back Marcus smart. I mean, you know, he, I think, uh, I think Jimmy Butler had 41 in game one. And I think Marcus kept him to like 29 in game two. So, you know, and that was, that was, if you look at it, that's the difference in the win. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because, you know, you were so – you set the line at what I thought it would be, and did you get like a, a, a six-figure bet to come in to make it move, or has it just been a steady stream of money coming in? Yeah, just a steady stream of money, you know, and like I say, our, our handle has been down a little bit. Uh, you know, we haven't – you know, uh, normally we would take several uh, six-digit bets here, but uh, we hadn't seen that this series or, or actually any of the series is here in the last – a week or so. So, um, you know, but we've got some substantial bets, you know, some five digit bets. And, uh, you know, right now we're just holding a whole bunch of it. Would you open tomorrow? Michael and I were a little surprised by the golden state Dallas game three opener. Did you open two as well with Dallas favored? Yeah, we did. We opened at uh, two and uh, uh, two eighteen and a half. And right now we're at uh, Dallas minus two and a half wow. and two eighteen and a half. Yeah. You know, and I think this is just uh, uh uh, all home court here. Um, you know, it's tough to win in Dallas. Dallas typically plays a little bit better in Dallas. And, uh, you know, they, they're going to bet us Dallas here. We're going to probably need Golden State that just because of the, you know, demographics where we're at. Yeah. Carl, uh, shifting gears a moment here. I know you were you were hot on the derby. You, you had the big winner. You cashed a ticket. Any thoughts on the Preakness today? You like anything? Yeah, I do. You know, um, yeah, I kind of like Epicenter a little bit. Uh, you, uh, you know, one of the things that I don't like about what's going on right now is that, man, for a ha- for for the for the sport of horse racing and the handle, we we could have really used Rich Strike to be in this thing. Uh, you know, how you don't give your your horse a chance to win the Triple Crown, regardless of the financials. Uh, is beyond me. But uh, I like Epicenter today. I think Epicenter gets there. Um, I like the five horse early voting to finish right up there. Uh, Simplification in the one hole. I believe those are going to be the top three. Uh, And if you have to put me on a long shot, look, I really like this jockey, uh, Tyler Gaffleon. He's riding, uh, and it it might be a coincidence, you know, my little nickname is Jick Jack, but uh, he's riding Happy Jack, and Happy Jack's 30 to 1. I'm going to put him in my business a little take, bit. Take a shot on Happy it. Jack coming out the eight hole. You know, the bookmakers are bitter about Rich Strike not running. You know who else is bitter? NBC. Because yeah. the casual fans, Michael and Jick Jack, that kind of carry over and wait for a triple crown, you know, it's happened 13 times in our – it's happened 13 times in 150 years. That's what kind of brings the casual observer to it is the Rich Strike story, Jick Jack. And not, yeah. that not being there, the, the ratings are going to take a huge hit today. Yeah, you know, I just, you know, business-wise, I mean, to me, let's just say that he runs Rich Strike and, you know, he finishes eighth. So what? I mean, the horse won the Kentucky Derby. He's always going to be able to collect that breed money. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand it. It's way above my pay grade, though. I, you know, I'm just an old southern, southern country boy. <laughs> what about, what about your boy Zalatoris? Is he going to hold on? Is he going to continue to putt like this? A 66 and 65 over the first two rounds. You know that. The putting is his issue, Carl, and he put, he's been putting well through the uh, first two rounds. You think he holds on? I think he was 2-1 to one this morning when I woke up. Yeah, you know, I tell you what. So I, I was talking the other day. I mean, you know, out of the four majors, 
you know, the, and they're, none of them are easy to win. Don't get me wrong, but this is the easiest of the four majors to win. You'll see some young kids win this event. Uh, you know, it's diff It's really difficult at the Masters, British Open, and U.S. Open. You, ha you have to have special things in your game, um, you know, but the, some young kids can win this PGA tournament. You see, you see it happen a lot, and uh, I think Zalatoris is that type of player. You know, he can get there. You know, you got Justin Thomas, uh, who's won this before. You got Bubba Watson played good yesterday. Bubba shot 63 yesterday. I mean, how can you not love a guy named Bubba? Yep. Yeah, I mean, out of nowhere, he shot 63. I mean, he was down, what was he, plus two going into the day? Yeah. I mean, where did that come from? Where, where did that one come from? Yeah, he was so good, yeah. T to green. And, you know, two-time Masters champ, hasn't won a major outside of the green jacket, uh, but Bubba at 43 making a run. You mentioned Justin Thomas, Jick Jack. I think, you know, played under terrible conditions yesterday. In fact, he went out, I believe it was late on Friday, bad conditions, early, excuse me, late Thursday, early yesterday. So JT's going to be in the mix here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 67's back to back. I mean, he, it was rough out there yesterday. He's going to be right there. Um, look, I, uh, you know, I, I hope Rory got his bad round out of the way. Uh, I'll he started so we'll, we'll see and also you got the old man Stuart sink yes. you know those 69 68 he's lurking around you never know all right you know what everybody yeah. give the people what they want Carl Johnson what's on the menu oh, and I hear yeah. and I hear the crew you got your crew kind of rumbling around in the background so you you, you got to be a manager but what are you going to be eating today yeah you know look I, I ate a salad the other day and I got chastised I almost got kicked off my own podcast I mean uh, <laughs> oh, you know man <laughs> I hang out with a different group of people, man. So I, I'm going to have to eat something, you know, a big, cheese, a greasy hamburger to get back in good graces with everybody. So that's what I'm going to do today. Maybe some wings. <laughs> what was the motivation for the salad? I'm just curious. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I just wanted some salad and I did have some bacon in there. Just wanted, I don't know. It was just, uh, that was had my some taste. bacon in there. It's always good to have bacon in that salad. There's no doubt. <laughs> Carl Johnson, he's the best Beauvage, Biloxi, Mississippi. Thank you, Carl. Take care, Thanks, guys. Carl. Have a good one. We're back with the Patriots next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. 